Me like Simpsons, that's impossible. A podcast where a longtime Simpsons fan forces his girlfriend to sit through the show in order to help change her opinion. Bring her over to the good side. I'm Ryan, and I am the longtime Simpsons fan. I'm Zoe, I'm the girlfriend who's been forced to do this against her will. Woo! And this is episode four of our podcast, which touches on Simpsons episodes seven and eight, The Call of the Simpsons, yes. and The Telltale Head. Before we get into it, though, what are you thinking so far? I'm indifferent towards all of the episodes that we've currently covered. Is that a good thing? No. Right, so they haven't changed your opinion, no. but, but previously you were negative on them. I guess I still am, because I don't feel anything towards any of them. <laughs> there was no moments where you went, you know what, that could help change my opinion. No, like I'm still looking at them going, why do people watch this? What's your most hated moment so far? Ooh, I couldn't even tell you. I think once we record one of these podcast episodes, I wipe the ram in my brain i'm just like right that's in a box and i'm never gonna look or talk about it ever again like, i don't need to remember that so there's nothing that you can that go... i've hated the most all of it's pretty on par well what about you like the most then well i've liked the most bart surprised me a bit more than he than i thought he would in what episodes i don't know they all mushed together <laughs> okay well what was he doing just bart's energy as a whole okay i'm not enjoying it right <laughs> Right, well, going through today's episodes then, hopefully we can help change our opinion. One of the episodes we're talking about today, episode 8, is actually one of my favourite in season 1, so hopefully... Are you joking? No. Oh. Well, I've got some bad news for me. <laughs> uh, this is a lost cause. Yeah. We're on episode 4 of our podcast, and I'm already, like, throwing in the towel. No, oh, I was throwing in the towel at episode two, mate. No, no, no. Actually, I, I take it back. I am determined to help change your opinion. I think by a certain stage, you will have changed your opinion. There is no way you cannot resist the art that is The Simpsons mm. once we get into the, the actual crux of the mm. episodes, the animation quality improves and mm. the voice quality and everything. Okay. That could all improve, but that isn't going to change my opinion. Uh, all of the jokes and everything that we've currently seen with better animation wouldn't make it any better for me. But the jokes get better too. It's not It's not just the same thing, but... Ah, uh, see, that wasn't in your pitch. On to the first episode we're going to talk about today, which is The Call of the Simpsons, which is episode seven of season one, with a synopsis being, it is a camping misadventure for the Simpsons. Ah... Okay. Remembering which yeah. one this is. So, like, this is probably the longest we've done between watching an episode and recording because we didn't have time to record yeah. our episode after we watched uh, The Simpsons. So, I have no idea what episodes we're covering today. I'm looking at my notes going, what on earth does this mean? <laughs> what right. is any of this? Well, then they're not very good notes, then, are they? Well, I'm just writing down my thoughts as things come along. I'm not citing what shot or scene or what's going on, but you will hopefully remind me. Of what was so. happening in that scene, and I will try to correlate my note because most of them are just what the fuck is going on. Uh, this sucks. I'm uncomfortable is one of them. So that's... But there's no context behind any of this. I think I remember what the uncomfortable feeling okay. was. Okay. 
We shall see. We shall see. So the episode title is obviously a reference to The Call of the Wild by Jack London. But the couch gag this time is the family all run onto the sofa and nothing happens. Yeah. They just ran onto the sofa. Yeah. I give this one 5 out of 10 and wrote, I liked the feeling of anticipation. Oh, right. The suspense. Yeah. The thrill. The thrill. It was it was more thrilling than anything else I've experienced through this season so far. So this episode is also in the genre of psychological thrillers for the couch gag alone. Yes. So this was planned to be the ninth episode in the first season, but then became seventh in broadcasting order. I don't personally understand production and broadcasting because I'm not in that business, but yeah. I know you are. And you probably understand that a lot more than um, I do. Well, it was a bit weird. One of the last shows I worked on, you do film them or make them out of order. Is there a reason why they broadcast them a different order to what? Um, I think it correlates. Obviously, if it's a Christmas special or a Halloween special, yeah. you have to have that at a certain time. Like episodes I'm currently working on are autumnal. Like all of the sets are set in autumn. So I assume that they'll be broadcast in September. But I honestly don't know. So we open up to The Simpsons doing some gardening work with Bart Mo the lawn and it have you ever actually seen these lawnmowers in real life so i have never seen it but it's in a lot of cartoons but it kind of looks like a segue but it's just like two wheels with like oh, spinny blades the in clipper between things yeah, and it just goes like as you like spin along yeah did you ever have a toy one of those as a kid and it just had like wee ping pong balls in it no but i've seen those yeah that's what they remind me of but i've i don't think i've ever actually seen one it always reminds me of in tom and jerry Tom's up against a tree at one oh, point yeah. and Spike the dog is like going up and down his back with one of those. Yeah. It always reminds me of that, but I don't think I've ever seen one in real life. I mean, it must be an American thing because I've never it could be, yeah. ever seen that. That would, yeah, probably. So Bart gets annoyed at Rod, obviously Flanders is his Oh, Rod son. and Todd with his fucking Eilon Mower 3000. Yeah, which is like a oh, sit-on That was mower. so infuriating. He's such a wee cock. John Deere's. We jo- John Deere. We John Deere. Homer obviously then says not to try to keep up with the Flanders and because Bart gets annoyed. Oh yeah, because he never does. Well, he hasn't yet. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, then Flanders obviously then drives up in the classy RV and then... He's so annoyed. Obviously, Homer gets really fucking annoyed at yeah. Flanders because it's this lovely RV. Don't and... blame him, but also get over yourself, Homer. He never wants to be around his family. Well, Homer doesn't. Yeah. Why would he want an RV? But it's clearly because he wants his family to be like the Flanders. Well, sure. The, the last episode we covered was he wanted his family to be oh, yeah, exactly like perfect. Like yeah. In, in episode two. Yeah. I suppose it doesn't help living beside one of those families. <laughs> yeah. So they go to Bob's RV roundup, which, you know, to literally keep up with the Flanders. Yeah. And Homer obviously tries to one up the Flanders with this one called like the ultimate behemoth, which has like it a was satellite. Huge. It was two story. I think I've actually seen one very similar to that in, in Florida. I remember there being one on Top Gear where you could park your Porsche underneath it. Like, why would you ever need that? You're driving the RV. Why do you need to take your Porsche with it? Unless that is their house. Could be. But this one in The Simpsons is flipping huge, but it's literally a case of... I find that embarrassing. Your friend or something gets something and you're like, oh, I want one. But like, I would never actively go and then get that thing. It's just Homer the person, isn't it? Well, it was actually actually gonna ask you, do you think Homer's jealousy towards Flanders is justified? Or what do you think of Homer's jealousy towards? No, because I feel like Homer, never in a million years would he ever think of getting an RV. He then just wants one because Flanders has one. 
Well, we did see the kind of jealousy right from the very first episode with the Christmas lights. Yeah. Surely it only gets worse than in the movie. Doesn't Bart sort of side with Flanders and wants him to be his dad and stuff like that? Kind of, yeah. So I assume their relationship just escalates all the time. There was, what was it Homer asked the guy about the RV? Does it have a fryer? And he says it has four of them, one for each part uh, yeah, of the chicken. Does it have a deep fat fryer? I've written in my notes, Homer asking the important questions because <laughs> that's what I would ask. So he tells them about like the four fryers, but where are these four fryers? I want to see them. So at the start on the outside, we saw that this RV had two floors. Yeah. We proceed to not see the second floor. I want to know what's on that second floor. Are you annoyed that we're not getting like a grand yeah. design? I, I want I want like an AD tour of, bus. of the bus, like Cribs style. I want to see in the fridge. I don't think there was a, a plan for that in the episode. Well, I just wanted to see it and I didn't get it. But it's the fact that Homer didn't even ask to see it. He didn't know if he was getting his money's worth. <laughs> it, I'm it looked, concerned for his credit score. <laughs> it was bigger than Flanders and we all oh, that's know true. size matters. Size matters. <laughs> so he clearly just wanted to <laughs> one-up him. So Bob actually checks Homer's credit score. But it causes a siren to go off because of how bad his That was so fake. Well, he was calling him, right? Who, Bob? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but his credit... I mean, Homer's credit score probably is that Yeah, bad but anyway. there was literally a sign behind the salesman that says, we don't care about credit. Oh, right, yeah. Or we don't care about your credit score. Like, we offer I think that stuff was for, like, no credit score. And I was like, well, I suppose no credit score and bad credit score are two different things. But I think the joke is Homer's is so bad. Oh, okay. Well, it would be. He's shite. In what... What of the episodes you have seen so far has given you the impression <laughs> that he would, that have, he a would bad, have a bad credit score. Well, he tried to commit suicide in episode three or something. So. <laughs> what does that have anything to do with his credit score? He knows. Could be one of his worries. So, <laughs> Homer then settles for something in his price range and buys down like a, a bum down RV. <laughs> there was a weed growing out the bumper. Yeah. It was so bad. Would you buy that RV? no like just no at this point it's just toxic masculinity isn't it he just wants to one-up his neighbor and his wife and children are standing there going don't do it we need to pay for college in the future well lisa needs to pay for college (laughs) in the future and per marge and everything and if you went and did that i would not speak to you but what if i went and bought the ultimate behemoth could we park our porsche underneath didn't think so no but we'll have four fryers oh here now so the Simpsons then go into a lovely camping trip in an RV. So Homer tries to be confident and goes off-road, getting back to nature and therefore gets completely lost. Getting back to nature? Getting did he come from nature? Well, We all did. We in all a did. way. In a way. And to the point where he nearly drives off a cliff. So the family all have to like sneak out of the RV just before it flies off the edge and burns yeah. to the ground. How much did he end up paying for that? Um, I don't think it actually says how much he pays for it, but it yeah. does say Still that it's wasn't in his that. credit score. Yeah. So Still- it wasn't worth it mustn't have been that much no homer takes this in a stride though as he now sees that as an adventure even though there are literally vultures waiting circling them bart and homer go hunting to get them some food after making why don't they just walk back the way they came everyone's like oh no we're stuck here now and i'm like but if you started walking back sure the road you came you would be there by nighttime. sure he drove miles into the forest like and then through like a lake and stuff would that not be the first thing that you did, that you would do? You would walk back the way you came. Yeah, you would try to. Yeah, they just didn't. No, they decided to make a... But yeah. they're still on their camping trip. Stupid. They're still, st- though. Like, they've got no supplies or food or... That's why Bart and Homer are going hunting. <sighs> but they go the opposite way and they shouldn't have split up. They all split up. Everything's wrong. They did everything wrong. <laughs> 
What would be your plan? Bear then? Grylls would be shitting himself at the thought of how they handled this. He'd be like, all right, we've crashed. We have to drink our piss. Well, what would you like, do right then? Right now. I would walk back the way I came. Okay, right. Well, if you weren't... If there was a lake there at one point, there would be fish in that. You could get some fish. But that's what Homer and Bart were away to do. They were away to get some well, food. Well, then why the fuck did they walk the other way? Bart and Homer then go hunting to, you know, get some food after making like a rickety setup with Marge and Lisa and just kind of left at the camp. Except they just let their baby go after Homer without Marge being like, oh, Homer, by the way, Maggie's coming too. Yeah. They just let her walk. And what do you think of Marge's parenting there? Oh, she'll be fine. Nah. Nah, just like, nah. At the minute, so far in the series, I don't think Marge has shown the best parenting. The fellows don't realize that, as Zoe was saying, Maggie is following very close behind and think her sucking on the pacifier is actually like a rattlesnake. A sign. Yeah. I was like, yeah, because that sounds like a rattlesnake. It would have made sense if she had like an actual rattle. Ooh, snake. That's actually Matt Groening's voice. What, the sucking? Yeah. How does he do it? I assume he just gets a pacifier and probably just sucks on it. Ew. But that was, yeah, that was actually Matt Groening's voice. So he's the voice of Maggie, essentially? He is the voice of Maggie, at least in that Do aspect. Do we ever hear her speak? Yeah. Oh. Is it like Rugrats, where no one else can hear her? No, no, no. Oh. You just hear her speak like one word. So while Lisa and Marge are setting up like a nice wee camp for them and trying to make it nicer and organizing yeah, the squirrels. Like they had already, hadn't all of them already tried to start building the hut. And then that's when Homer's like, right, we'll go get food. Yeah. And it looks really bad. They're standing by that log. And I pointed out to you, Lisa is like really small the yeah. way she's drawn. She's yeah. so out of proportion. She would have been like one and a half feet. Yeah. Basically. Like Maggie basically was like the same height as her. Whoever drew that was way off. But um, they're making this really like sort of bad hunt. Then the boys go off and try to hunt for want of a better word. <laughs> And then Marge all of a sudden has this like really cool Bear Grylls style hut built. Maybe it's she like... did watch Bear Grylls. Yeah. So Maggie then gets taken in by bears because obviously Homer and Bart have left her for fucking yeah. eons because they just bolted thinking it was a rattlesnake. And because they were bolting, Homer and Bart fall into a waterfall yeah. and lose their clothes. So they have to like cover their dicks with leaves. Too bad they didn't drown. Would have done us all a favor. Jesus. This series would have stopped. What about the... What about the child, Zoe? What? No, like Maggie was fine. She wasn't in the Bart water. Bart is a child. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but also, like, how did all of their clothes suddenly just come off? That was weird. That made me... It's a pervy that, waterfall. That made me uncomfy. Stripper waterfall. Nature always finds a way. <sighs> but, like, why did they have to be naked? Why did they have to be naked? Because it was getting one with nature. I didn't want to see Homer or Bart naked. But, but yeah, here we go. You don't see anything. Homer was drawn really weird. I think I paused it at one point to show you. He had no neck. Yeah. Like, they clearly didn't know where to draw him because he had no clothes on. Like, the clothes are technically the shape of his character. Ironically, I was actually just about to ask, is the drawing style or animation quality getting any better? So No, that's, uh... God, no. Lisa was too small and now Homer doesn't have a neck and he's naked. It's disgusting. Maybe <laughs> I didn't he... ask for this. Maybe he also lost it in the waterfall. I feel like he did. Homer then sets up a trap with Bart asking, what are we going to do? Hang ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> we love dark humor. It's actually for a rabbit who gets its leg caught and immediately gets yeeted out of existence. Oh Literally fucking flies. You actually laughed at he this bit. He got punthed. He got punthed. Punthed. You actually laughed at this bit. That was funny though. That was as random as shit. We like have that reached. was so random. We have. See of this. That's no. it. 
That one rabbit did not save my opinion on The Simpsons. It might have? No. You you say it might have and I'm telling you it didn't. <laughs> but it still might have? No, it didn't. Subconsciously? It didn't. Homer obviously then feels that so goes into the bush to catch some food but gets attacked by like many different animals. While this is also going on, the bears kind of take in Maggie and steal a baby bottle off a local camp and get her like a shit ton of toys as well. Which, is, which makes me think, how many toys did that one baby have? Well, it could have been different families around the oh, place, right. so that's what I, I took it as. I've written in my notes that at this point, the bears were better parents to Maggie than those two ever were. Yeah. What do you, not ever were. But like, I love how she, she just communicated with them, like over nothing really, just like a pacifier. She had a spare pacifier and it yeah. wasn't red. It was yellow, So yeah. I was like, she never uses that clearly because we never see her with the red one. where was she keeping it? Just in her little packet. But yeah, I also just love the fact that like Maggie doesn't cry or go looking for her parents or anything. She's just accepted her fate. I'm a bear person now. Yeah. I am Mowgli. Yeah, this is this is my new calling. Yeah, this is my fate. I am bear girl. Yeah. Maybe that's how bear girls came into existence. <laughs> Maybe this is the story of bear girls. Of bear girls told through the Simpsons. Marge and Lisa are chilling by a fire that they obviously built themselves because Apparently they're a really good one with Yeah, nature. I kind of loved that, how it was just brushed over the fact that they were like super adept at all this wilderness stuff. And Barton Homer obviously freezing naked, using a log as a pillow and <sighs> Maggie is sleeping with Homer bears. Homer is so bloody useless, man. Like so bloody useless. What do you think of Homer's nature skills so far? I'm not impressed. Survival skills? Not impressed. Do you think he'd he... make it on the Deadly 60? No. What you, the deadly sexies about animals. <laughs> I know. Well, we're animals. Yeah, I guess. No. Bear grills would be ashamed. The next morning, Homer finds a beehive, eats the honey straight from it, obviously. Yeah, there's bees in his teeth and stuff. It, oh, it made me so uncomfortable. Have you ever got stung? Yeah, I got stung in the head. Yeah. Homer runs away, obviously, after getting stung, falls into some mud and gets captured by a nature videographer, which also makes me think they're probably a lot closer to civilization than they maybe realized before. Yeah. I think it's whenever he fell into the mud, I turned to you and I was just, just like, I imagine this is going to turn into like a Bigfoot situation and you just looked at me and didn't say anything. Correct, Mendo. Homer no. is then thought to be Bigfoot, which makes headline news and there's a $5,000 reward. But like, also, did you notice how quick Marge found all of the press? and everything so they really weren't that far from civilization i think they just stumbled upon them because they were going to look for homer and yeah Bart. like they were only looking for like a short amount of time well these tourists obviously they're trying to capture bigfoot they save quote unquote save marge and lisa yeah. but marge is like i'm his wife he does all this and then it makes all the headlines the yeah, different headlines that i married bigfoot yeah homer and bart follow the smell of food into the bear cave so they're still trying to eat by the way they still have not ate yet and they obviously find maggie from them with the bears yeah but the bears are going to attack but then obviously maggie's like no my family homer and bart when they get Maggie, walk away from the bears and they just end up again stumbling upon the tourist camp. At this point, Homer still looks like Bigfoot. He's still got the mud it's on him. covered in mud. He has not washed it off. No. And obviously the tourists then think he is Bigfoot and try to tranquilize him. They think he's the missing link at this point, don't they? Not yet. Ah. Not yet. That, that comes afterwards where there's like a scientific review yeah. of Homer being trapped in a cage and them thinking he's the, yeah. as always said, the missing link in human evolution. <laughs> When Homer is shot with tranquilizer darts, though, the last words he says to Bart before he loses consciousness are, avenge my death, which is apparently from Red Dawn. Yeah, it was very, I've never seen Red Dawn. it was just very dramatic. Avenge it was like, death. shut up. Don't be so dramatic. 
you're tranquilized you're not dying but you don't know that you don't know what they shot him with you're getting poison well when when it's an injection with a big pink feather on the end you have a good idea yeah, but it hit him in the ass, so I don't think he could see Yeah, I guess. It. So that's the end of the episode with the scientific review of Homer being trapped and just being studied, basically, Tested for human on. evolution. Overall, as an episode, how many Bigfoots would you give it out of 10? Like, two. That's slightly better than the ones you give in episode two. Is it? Yeah. Okay, that's well, fair. Why? It's still not good. <laughs> well, what was your overall criticism? I didn't enjoy it. I didn't get the point of it. And also at the end, whenever they were all stating their like hypothesis about Homer, mm-hmm. the only person who was like, I just think it's a male man that we've all got confused for Bigfoot. She was the only female scientist in the room and they all just shot her down. <laughs> I was like, bitch. Is there anything you would do differently? The entire show, I would just put it in the bin. Right. right. Well, if you were to take the episode, episode called the simpsons and make change it, it better to what you would consider okay better. so whenever bart and homer disappear off and maggie follows them i would do the whole episode about like the adventures of maggie so everything else would still happen but it would be way more dramatic so homer and bart at the end would turn up again but they would be battered and bruised and all this weird stuff was going on all the bigfoot things all stuff like that but we don't actually know what that happened so we get to make up the story in our own minds so you think the best thing it would have been like maggie maggie would have had a better adventure than just sleeping beside bears in a cave so your suggested improvement to the simpsons is basically don't show us anything. I can make up a better narrative in my in head. In my head. <laughs> because I would enjoy myself more. Thank you, Macrinian. Good night. Going on to episode 8 of season 1, The Telltale Head. The synopsis being that Bart pulls a stunt that shocks the entire town in order to impress some new friends. So, Zoe Woods, mm-hmm. are you ready for this episode? I am prepared, sir. So, the couch gag this time is the family all run onto the sofa and Bart pops out and lands in front of the TV during the credits, which is quite similar. Actually, not similar. It is exactly the same it's as the one. It's identical. Before. What did you think of? Zero out of ten. Don't be lazy. Zero out of ten as the stunt or because they did it twice? Because they, it's the second time they've done the same thing. Well, what about the original time? Did you like I liked it, but now I don't because I've seen it twice. Well, it's just ruined your... Yeah, ruined my perception of the first one. Don't like it. I don't like it. The episode title is obviously a reference to the short story The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe, mm-hmm. which the episode also opens then with Homer and Bart walking down the street at night with Bart carrying a large head yeah. of a statue in I front of him. I didn't know what that was. What, the statue? Yeah, I had like literally no idea because it was dark as well, but yeah. I had like absolutely no idea what he was carrying. And obviously like you would have known what it was because like you've seen all of The Simpsons. So like yeah. I assume he gets referenced more. He does. Throughout it. But I had no idea what this was. And yeah, it was a weird beginning to a Simpsons episode. Yeah, because Homer then turns to Bart and goes, you know, Bart, when I was your age, I pulled a few boners. Yeah. Which got what? a very shocked look from you. <laughs> I think I paused it. And look to you, and I've just written my notes, he did what now? It's it's a term in the 90s for, like, fucking something up. It's not like he literally pulled Why? a few boners. That's literally, like, how... Is it an American thing? It must have been. It, it, made, it made me uncomfy. They turn the corner and get spotted by an angry mob with pitchforks and fire. I wonder if people actually did do that, because they did in the Simpsons movie as well. If I people think... during riots... Or not yeah. riots, but like during I mobs. think it stems from the Salem witch trials. Ah, uh, like the farmers? Yeah. And, and all of the pitchforks? 
Because I don't know anyone that actually owns a pitchfork nowadays. Uh, you but... would be an old culture. Yeah, we have one in the shed. <laughs> so because they're being chased by the mob, they run to the statue of the city's founder, Jebediah Springfield, which obviously his head is missing, where they're cornered by the mob and about to die until Bart silences them to tell them a story. Were they actually going to kill a child and his father? Probably. Well, Jesus. they did shite kill them. So yeah. Probably. Very dark. So Bart then tells the story of how he ended up with the head of the town finder well, in his hands. He stands up and he's just like, do you want to hear the story? And they're like, how long will it take? And he was like, 23 minutes. Because and five seconds. And five seconds. So you were like, aha, it's the length of the episode. But then I, I crunched the numbers. And that isn't the very beginning of the episode. So by the time Bart comes to say that, there's actually 20 minutes and 50 seconds left of the episode for Bart to tell his story. So he lied. First, he cuts the head off the statue and then he lies. So this is this is your criticism already. His is case that it is wasn't not looking identical. well for him. So the story was obviously a bit different because it took the form of like a reverse narrative. What yeah. did you think of The Simpsons doing it this way? Yeah, it piqued my interest a bit more until we got into things and it was just a bit like, eh, just another Simpsons story, isn't it? At least it was a bit more full-rounded than the ones we were seeing in episode one, episode two and stuff where you had this whole story and then all of a sudden they just came to a conclusion, an end. But like it didn't feel like a full-round narrative this sort of beginning with what happened in the end and then Bart telling the story of how we came to be where we are was refreshing but it was still not a great story. It's hard though I know obviously you're in the industry too but to do like a full well-rounded story in 20 minutes that you can well, actually get into things. Yeah but that's why when I was studying animation at uni in first year we had to make a 30 second animation so we had to learn how to tell the start of a story the middle of a story and the end of a story in 30 seconds. Were you successful in the 30 second? Yeah a lot of people were it was it was fun it was weird it was mm -hmm. all right. <laughs> <laughs> Good experience. Yeah. Ten, uh, two out of ten. Yeah. Would not do again. No. Whenever Bart goes back in his story, takes us back to a Sunday morning where the family are getting ready for church. Homer doesn't want to go as he's bed on a game and he tries to listen to it through, you know, watching the TV and then the radio Marge in the car. Marge is real, like, anal about them going to church, but she doesn't seem to practice anything else when they're at home. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. She just wants people to see them going to church. She doesn't care. Oh, do you think it's a Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a total thing. Yeah, it's a total pride thing. Which is one of the seven deadly sins. Mm -hmm. Let's just add Exactly. She's going to hell. And I'll be damned. <laughs> going to hell. Rise, my son. Rise. <laughs> Bart has a personal stereo trying to listen to music in church. A personal which is what? Stereo. Stereo. Ste it's the same thing. Stereo. What's the size of the brick? Do you yeah. remember those? Like yeah. massive MP3 no. players? Do you remember the CD ones? Yeah. Where you could fit one CD into it and <laughs> oh, carry it about. You, spin. You couldn't fit it in your pocket. When iPods came along for our generation, that was groundbreaking. In Sunday school, the kids ask if pets or whatever would get into heaven. Were you told they would or were you told they weren't? I don't think I ever asked the question. I don't see why animals wouldn't go to heaven. If you... there's a heaven. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't <laughs> believe in a heaven to begin with. During the sermon, Reverend Lovejoy gives a speech about gambling, the apparently eighth 
deadly sin. Which is ironic because Marge and Homer were having the whole conversation in the car about gambling. Yes. Because he had, what, a tenor on... 50. What, what was it was. he was listening to? It was it was a game. Baseball it match? Do, I think it was American football, but it doesn't uh, actually no, state they all just talk about the game. Yeah. If we listen to the commentary, we'd probably be able to tell. I don't know anything about American football uh, or baseball to be able to tell no, you. No, I would know more about ice the hockey. Difference. They'd be like, there's a ball involved. Good, good, good. <laughs> good. We're Is getting it somewhere. Sports, 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 sports. Manly man sports. Manly sports. Turns out Homer stole Bart's radio and is listening to the game during the sermon. But is it a radio? I thought he was listening to a cassette player. I think, I think it can switch. Both. Like, you know the way most... You're fancy as shit, that know, is. It didn't even have an aerial. I know, back in the 90s. Fancy. I remember whenever I was in the car going to my grandparents' house at the weekend, I had this, like, wee small TV thing that had an aerial, and every time my dad took with the country back roads, the You'd signal lose the would just signal. go shit. What were you watching on that? Dad, reverse, Dick and Dom are in the bungalow. <laughs> While listening to the radio, though, he hears that his team won and he yells out in church, embarrassing Marge. So what the is way, it he yells? It's good. It's good. That's Which it. I think is like, he won. Yeah. 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 But it was almost in correlation with what the minister was saying. Oh, it was exactly. Yeah. Homer's the worst. I actually, like... Well, what? I, like, I just... Why didn't he... He could have... He didn't have to listen to the game there and then. He could have come out to the car after church. And if anything, to have something to anticipate after church would make it go faster. Do you not think? Well, I guess. But at the end of the day... So, like, he would he come out and be, be like, oh, like, I won the bet. It's great. Like, it's good. Also, it's That's good. It's good. <laughs> but he doesn't want to be there in the first place. I know, but just, like... Marge deals with your shit. Deal with hers. You know? It's a two-way street. Come on, man. Because Marge is yelling at Homer for that, actually brings back a point that you were saying earlier that she seemed to only care about what other people in the church yeah. say about her. And oh, she yes, did. I love The Simpsons, but I really don't like Marge I as don't, a character. I don't like Marge. I find her so irritating. I find all of them irritating, but there's something about Marge I'm just like... <sighs> well, just a sigh. Yeah. Is there anything you would do to change her character? Not be as nagging. Replace her with Wanda from Fairly Odd Parents. Such a why? Because she's a nice mother figure. Do you think her anger though at Homer is justified? Oh yeah, totally. Like I said, I think like she puts up with his shit. He should put up with what she wants for this one day. She isn't asking that much. They drive past the cinema on the way home where Bart sees an advert for Space Mutants 4 and really wants to go see it but Marge doesn't let him go to it basically does she not let him go to it because it's a sunday or does that not apply to her anymore because they've left church oh it probably doesn't apply to her there's no one watching <laughs> or anymore, is it so it doesn't, is doesn't it like an 18 plus it's that she turns and says like or an r-rated in america of, isn't it um yeah but yeah. she says i've seen those types of shows you know there's a lot of blood and violence one of and those and, parents yeah all the violence and everything is the reason that your brain is melting. At the house, Bart convinces Homer to give him five bucks so he can go to the cinema himself. Homer knows, though, that he's oh, giving yeah, it yeah. to Bart for that. 100%. So, like, knows. once again, he's going against Marge. Twice in one but day. But you don't like what Marge's role I know, but there. also, like, I don't like Marge. I don't like Homer. But, like, this is just proving why Homer is a shit husband. But it's not also proving why Marge is a shit mother. Well, yeah. Is there but anything all that's she... proving them to be in the right? <laughs> no literally nothing and like this episode's meant to be about bart being a bad person <laughs> yeah, but we're getting there we're getting there maybe this is showing you how he came to be with the whole uh, nature totally. nurture thing yeah 
when Bart skateboards in the streets, he shouts Kawabunga, which is obviously from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it yeah. starts to become his catchphrase, really. Yeah. I didn't know that was from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage I'm not a big fan, so I wouldn't know. It's bloody great. So when Bart reaches the cinema, he sees Kearney, 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 Kearney? Kearney. Kearney. Kieran. Colonel Sanders. Kearney? Kearney. Jimbo and Dolph. Jim, Jimbo and Dolph? Dolph. Dolph. D-O-L. Like dolphin without the N. What's his actual name? Dolph. Just Dolph? <laughs> Jimbo does have like a full name, but I can't remember Oh my God, is that Adolf? No. Adolf's spelled differently. No, but it's Dolph. Dolph. It's, Dolph is a nickname for no. Adolf, surely. Oh, what big Dolph up there? <laughs> I don't no, think it's a nickname. Big Dolph around the Here corner. Here comes Big Dolph. Oh, jeez. Who pressures him into joining them? So obviously Bart then sneaks in, and he loves being beside his heroes. You know, they're I the worst kids in school. I could never, I could never do that. What? Could sneak? you sneak into the cinema knowing that you're there for free illegally? I don't know how you would sneak into the cinema. Yeah, it's really difficult. But like, that's why they go through a fire skip. Yeah, but I don't even know where mine is. That's in so my true. local cinema like well, where there's would always, I go there's always the ones down near the screen if you could get into those at a certain time you'd be able to get in there for free the but they old... only open from one side Zoe everyone knows this that is the forbidden zone you, have you ever seen anyone go down in no. one of those doors no. at the front of a cinema no because no, they don't exist there's just brick walls <laughs> on the other side or it's is the that... twilight zone <laughs> and they go in and it's some weird parallel universe no one goes the, into those the doors. quantum realm they obviously get kicked out of the cinema then because they were they these kids they are caught. the absolute worst but that's why bart loves them they're, they're, he they're wants Bart's to heroes. be like them yeah so are they in the year above him i think they're a couple years above a couple or, years. or have really they been says, held back well they've been held back haven't they yeah because yeah they're like out, 17 but oh, they're in the third grade <laughs> oh no you'll find out in later episodes kearney has like a son and stuff no way. Like, he's like, he's, he's really like, old. He's in like his 40s or something. What? But like, it no, never really, not. it never discloses his actual age, but he is like really old. Like he but shouldn't be joke. in school. He's yeah. always held back. That's funny. Is there only so many times you can be held back? I don't know. I assume you only get held back a certain amount I think of times and you have to get expelled. I think in uni, it's only twice over here anyway. You can be held back twice and then that's it. Because like you're in too much debt at that point. Yeah. They then walk to the quickie mart where they steal... A bunch of shit under the From... five finger discount, which is that's wrong, right? Yeah, because I know, I know, I am aware of the other Simpsons podcast four finger discount. Go yes. give them a shout, which you probably already have because we have very less listeners than them <laughs> but i only know that from the other simpsons podcast yeah the simpsons use that as four finger discount is and basically but they steal they, they only say, have four fingers they say five finger they in this, say five finger in this which is incorrect because yeah, they, they all have four. four fingers unless they grabbed it with one hand and one finger the other hand to balance <laughs> they're pinky they're pinky just to balance um, but yeah they steal from the quickie mart which i don't appreciate why are you a fan of the quickie mart yeah thingy's great it's the same a poo. A poo's great. Thank you. Come again and Thank all that. Thank you. Come again. In fact, the only person to have five fingers in The Simpsons is God. What do you mean God? Sometimes when they show God, there's God. The God is in The Simpsons. Yeah, but his head's cut off. Like you can't see his head. Is he yellow? Yeah. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> he has five fingers. I just thought it was a kind of fun is, fact. Is there a reason to that? Because he's unbenevolent, isn't he? He's omni fingers. What's that mean? <laughs> After the quickie mart, they walk into the town centre and throw rocks at Jebediah Springfield statue, who's obviously the town founder, and gets told off for doing so. How and do you find a town? 
Do you find the place to settle? Be, you'll probably be like the leader of the, the, the clan set, the, that settled. The clan or settlement or mm-hmm. if you think about like lots of different town Who names. Who founded Belfast? Mr. Bell and Mr. Fast. <laughs> a lot of like, if you think about a lot of towns, they're named after, you know, Jordanstown and stuff like that. Like they're named after people. Once being told off, the guy like shakes their fist at them. Have you ever actually seen anyone <laughs> yeah, darn, in real life? You darn kids, get out of here, like, shaking the fist. Yeah. No. Has anyone... Is that a threat, like, I will punch you? I think so. <laughs> but, like, I would think that the I'd punch you is more, like, you know, the people who, like, crack their knuckles and, like, punch mm-hmm. their, their palm? That's more of a, I'm getting... I'm warming up my knuckles to punch you. You darn kids, fuck off. After being told off, they go lie down in the grass to look at the clouds in the sky. The, all of the images that they see were oddly specific. I can't remember what the other guys are, but whenever Bart's like, that looks like Jebediah Springfield's statue with like the head. And it literally was the exact perfect bloody shape of the statue. And I was just like, oh, just fuck off. <laughs> well, what makes you so angry about I don't that? know, it's just the Simpsons. I think you just get weirdly angry. I think if that was in like Friends or another TV show that you loved, you would find that hilarious. I think there's just, I so you just have a thing about the Simpsons. I so wouldn't. It's funny in Shrek when they're looking at the stars, seeing different things, but they don't actually show you them because it looks normal. Yeah. The ogre and the donkey looking at the stars. Yeah. It looks normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, that's all good. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> But the bullies obviously say they wish they would cut his ugly head off and then make fun of Bart for standing up to him. So because Bart now feels embarrassed. Yeah, the wee bit of homophobia there. What, is he your boyfriend? And I was just like, shut up, child. Bart walks away from the encounter embarrassed and goes to Homer for advice, to which he tells Bart that being popular is the most important thing in the world. What do you, what do you think of Homer's advice to his son? Here? Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Best, best advice of the year. Do you not think being popular is the most important thing it's in the world? Anything but. That's coming from people like who aren't popular. I'm speaking for both of us. Thanks. <laughs> what do you think would be good advice then instead of giving Bart that? This is going to come from advice that you've given me before. And I assume this is the therapist coming out in you. But you ask yourself, would you ask that person's opinion on something that like means a lot to you? And if it's a case of no, I, I, I wouldn't ask them like what they thought of my outfit or what they thought of like what I did with my room or my apartment and stuff. If that opinion doesn't matter, then why should their opinion of you matter? So that's my advice. <laughs> Which but technically is my it advice. Came from you. <laughs> so because Homer gives him the awful advice, Bart wakes up at 3am, dresses a ninja and sneaks into town and cuts the head off the statue. Which, what the hell is that statue made of? Because it took him approximately 20 seconds to cut off the head. Well, just it, using it like a flipping nail file thing. What? It faded in the middle of the night, so it probably took him hours. Well, no, it there zoomed out slowly, did it not? And then it, you heard it clank off and he went, oh no, what have I done? So that took all of 20 seconds. So Your cheap ass paper mache statue. The what have I done is actually a reference to the bridge over the river Kwai, which um, that quote it's is also just, just a reference to Bart feeling bad about what he's done. What do you think about Bart giving in to the peer pressure and then immediately regretting it, by the way? Sounds like everything ever. What? Like. That was going to happen, wasn't it? Does that not happen in like every movie to the person who succumbs to peer pressure? Like the kid that smokes or takes drugs or something. They're like, I know, what have I done? For the plot to move forward, you need to feel bad about it. But do you like, why sorry? does it matter that these 40-year-old children care about him? Do you feel bad for Bart? No, because he did it. He had the power and control to not do that. 
and he did it anyway but also with the help of his dad telling him that <laughs> popularity is the most important trait you can have yeah so it wasn't necessarily but Bart's to be fault. fair Mart shouts at him for it later homer and his bad parenting when bart wakes the next day he finds the head of jebediah springfield in bed next to him which is a very hangover-esque situation there it well was a call to the godfather Yes. Where, uh, the the uh, horse head, right? Yeah, you would have had the severed head of the prize racehorse in the bed oh, beside him. Oh, that's so grim. During breakfast, however, when Bart goes downstairs with the decapitated head in its bag, they hear in the radio that statue has been decapitated. Yeah. And everyone obviously goes stir-crazy and depressed. I have actually a note here saying Zoe exhaled heavily at Homer, calling it the leaning tower of pizza. <sighs> yeah. yeah, it was it sounded like that. Yeah. Of course you'd fucking say that, you twat, wouldn't you? He probably thinks Europe's a country. I love your McDonald's. He's douches, yeah, concierge. <laughs> Bart brings the head to the park to impress the bullies. Do you think Bart's plan to be popular was, was, was smart? Like going that way instead well, of... Well, the kids did say they wish someone would do that. And later on when he sees them and it has happened, they're incredibly stupid for not putting two and two together and realizing that Bart clearly went and did this after we had that conversation. But also, they seem really triggered by the fact it happened. And it's like, lads, you said that you wished someone would do it. So clearly they're all talk, no bite. All bark, no bite. Isn't that the same? I don't I don't think their intelligence is really meant to be highlighted. No, they have highlighted. the intelligence of a teaspoon. Other snippets we see as well is good old Sideshow Bob before he turned evil. When Krusty is asking the kids who find this, yeah. find out who did this on TV. And I know Zoe was quite shocked at this because his hair doesn't look Yeah, I was like, is that, is that, I think Krusty does call him Bob or yeah. Sideshow Bob. And I was like, I wouldn't have known who that was otherwise. I think it was when we were talking through episode zero about like what we knew, what I knew and stuff. I know who Sh- Sideshow Bob is and I know he wants to kill Bart, but I don't know anything outside of that. Which you um, will. So I'm excited to see like what he does to get in jail. It's exciting. Is I like it? that episode. It's probably the best episode in season one. Oh wait, it's in season one? Yeah. Oh, okay. So not long to go. No. When Bart's carrying about the head, he can actually hear the head talking to him because he's like overcome with guilt yeah. about what he did. It's and in his conscience. Yes, his conscience. And this is actually more of a, a callback to what the episode is referenced to, the Telltale Heart, because in that story, the guy actually hears the beating heart of the man he murdered in Whoa. the in the story. So like, it's a callback to that. That's dark. It is dark. There's a lot of things like that referenced in TV, though, when someone does something and then all of a sudden something to do with that thing haunts them until they admit what happened more than likely it's just the person itself yeah how did you do this to me we're marley and marley we're marley and marley when bart goes home the rest of the simpsons family are watching a documentary on jebediah obadiah zachariah jedediah springfield yeah that is his full name yeah bart shows the family that he was the one who did it due to him feeling bad about it all and he just feels guilty and he's just like okay it was me. And as an extension, it was Homer's fault. Yes, which Marge is like, what did you get this good idea that being popular is the most important thing in the world? And obviously Homer's like, uh, leave the kid alone, Marge. So. Yeah, his tone changed quickly, didn't it? <laughs> well, his tone changed quickly because he realized that he was actually part to blame. Yeah. So then we cut back to basically the, the start of the episode where Homer and Bart are taking the statue's head back. And Bart then convinces the crowd that he's learned his lesson and they put the statue's head back and they live on happily ever after. But like he just sets it on top of the statue. That's going to blow off in the next hurricane. 
Yeah, I thought about that too. Mm-hmm. I was like, you didn't, you didn't use Gorilla Glue. No, should have used Gorilla Glue. Several reruns of this episode have actually oh, played. Oh, here though, callback, rewind. So we've been watching The Simpsons on your DVDs. Yes. But it is available on Disney Plus. But we weren't sure if maybe Disney have edited out some of the more adult and more jokes that maybe haven't aged well. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to watch the legit episode. But in this one, they've added in some of his lines that yeah. you had said were originally cut out because you like gasped when he continued to talk and I was like what it's it's not that dramatic like I was shocked and appalled and you were like no like this has been cut out of this episode they've added it back in yeah no they so this was the first one we've watched on Disney plus and yes there was something different yeah the there's actually been several like different versions of this episode as well as like the American DVD were they trying to make it better each time and it just didn't work no It's perfect as is. Aye, perfect. During Bart's speech, though, as Zoe pointed out, it is slightly different. He says that everyone was taking the town's heritage for granted, and this specific part of the speech did not exist in the original reel of the episode that was delivered to Fox Network, which is the one that I have on my DVD, and was editorial creation of the network censors in compliance to the FCC's 1989 ruling that every serial animated television show transmitted includes at least 28 seconds of educational content. So that was the educational content. What? Taking the town's heritage for granted. Because of the FCC's ruling, they had to add that in because that is the educational content that it it required to have in order to air. Okay. Did you have your education developed here? Did you learn anything from this? No. I guess a lot of us take our, our culture for or our heritage for yeah. granted, but I still didn't learn anything. <laughs> well, there are some obviously international editions of the DVD that I have as well that has this original version where it doesn't have the educational quote unquote educational content. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Disney Plus for anyone that has it has, has this version. The educational content, and you will come out of it not learning anything. You will. You will come out realizing that hmm, I may take my heritage for granted. Yeah, so go read a book. There's also the first hint at Smithers' sexual orientation here. As oh, Mr. Right, Burton says, yeah. I love you, Smithers, because he's really happy that the statue's restored. Yeah. And Smithers replies, the feelings are more than mutual, sir. Oh. So, oi, oi. good. Get your coat, you've pulled. <laughs> so the episode ends with everyone all happy, the townsfolk are all back together. So how many Jebediah, Obadiah, Zachariah, Jedediah, Springfields do you give it out of 10? I'm going to go two, two as well what? with this one. To Jebediah, Obadiah, Obama, Smiths, Springfields. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> so it's uh, on par with the other episode. Yeah. The Call of the Simpsons. Yeah. But better than the other ones. The highest I rated think... episodes you've give are Bart the General and Moaning Lisa. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which That's were surprising. last episodes. Yeah. So I thought we were going in a good direction. But I'm not so sure about <laughs> You were so confident. <laughs> no, I still am confident. Right. The See last... for the next one. Yeah. Don't tell me if you think I'm going to like it or not. Because okay. for all we know, this could be the bias in my head. Then saying, oh, Ryan thinks I'm going to like it. Therefore, I'm so not. So fuck him. I'm not going yeah. to. <laughs> so don't tell me what you think I'm going to think of the next day. Okay. Okay. I will. tell me a little bit about them. And that's all the information I will be going into these episodes with. I genuinely do think as the episodes go on, the scores generally, on average, will get higher. Okay. We'll make it. We'll make a graph. Okay. We will produce some data at the end of this and I'll post on our numbers. and post it on our Instagram. Yes. 
the episode in question though that this the telltale head was actually referenced in the south park episode mm-hmm. titled the simpsons already did it i don't know if you ever seen that south park episode i think so but yeah. they were trying to basically the premise of that episode was in south park they were trying to figure out things to do and they were like oh but the simpsons have already done it because yeah. they've done everything they parodied family guy once just <laughs> taking the piss out of it and the simpsons crew sent flowers to, <laughs> to the south park studios when they that. did that south park's great you know that they use 3D software to make South Park? Yeah, it's they I, use I don't Maya. know why. I don't know why they do that to themselves. Back to the Simpsons. <laughs> this episode... Though, Can we move tale... on to South Park? Let's do South Park but instead. you already like Guys, it. Guys, this is the last episode of <laughs> no. Me Like Simpsons. That's impossible. The next one we were doing is We All Love South Park. Let's watch it together. Back to the Simpsons then. You know, our podcast. What did you think as overall these two episodes together? The episode 8 the jebediah springfield one yeah. it was a bit more full house narrative yeah than previous ones improvements there but you did say it was originally meant to be episode five or something right no that was the episode seven was meant to be originally oh okay nine. then it doesn't matter yeah the narratives are getting a little <laughs> bit more round still don't get why this is one of the best tv shows of all time any suggestions that you have on on specifically the telltale head on like character development anything that you would change about what bart or homer um or even marge or whatever or the townspeople have well done throughout this episode does bart do anything like this in the future does he try to impress anyone by doing anything well yeah so he hasn't learned from the situation then <laughs> so there's zero character development there does homer give him bad advice in the future <laughs> so there's zero character development there no comment <laughs> Well, I think overall, we went for a wee bit up and a peak in the last episode, but uh, then we're going back down again. They were okay. Question mark? Is she asking a question to me? No. Yes, they were definitely okay. They were okay. okay. Question mark? What do you think of the journey we've had so far? Do you think that, oh, this will be the thing that will be up, down, up, down? Or do you think it'll go up? Or do you think we'll just constantly go down? I feel like it'll go up. I think from this episode, the one thing I'm going to take away from it is I didn't realize that the Sideshow Bob storyline was kicking off in the first season. And I think it's the one that I'm looking forward to the most. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. That's it is see. a good episode. It is a very good okay. episode. But I still don't get it. People are just going to think I'm super unintelligent at this point. It's nothing really to do with your intelligence. It's just you have a shit sense of humor. I, I have the worst <laughs> sense of humor, but it's because of Vine. Vine broke my sense of humor. Stay tuned then, guys, for next week, where we're going to look at the episodes 9 and 10 of season 1 of The Simpsons, which is Life on the Fast Lane and Homer's Night Out. Ooh. Ooh. Is that like a hangover-style situation? Oh, we'll see. You told me not to tell you much about the episodes. Oh, I guess. Okay. You told me not to tell you much. Well, how's about we go watch them right now? Yes. Yes. It's fine by me. Do you want to? Of course it's fine by me. Because I want to get it out of the way and enjoy my Saturday. So thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys, for listening. If you want to keep up to date with our podcast and any news on it or the episodes coming out, you can follow us on Instagram at The Unpossible Podcast. And on Twitter at UnpossiblePod. And we also have a Facebook page. If you just search Me Like Simpsons, that's Unpossible Podcast. You should find us. And we're also available on anywhere that you would find your podcasts, Spotify and all the other Apple ones. Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, places like that. And yeah, we will possibly be out every Monday. So we will see you next week. Yes. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.